But yeah. If I would have, you know, taken the usual route, I probably wouldn't be where I am or who I am. Because just taking those routes makes it extremely difficult. Extremely difficult to even be able to have this, you know, bigger picture mindset. Like, it makes it really hard to care about, you know, all the different nuances of how to make the world a better place. You just want to change things or or rather makes it difficult to even believe things can change. Because every day of your life, you know, you've had to sacrifice something. You've had to give up on your goals or your dreams, your ideals, some sort of, some of your values even, because, oh, you need to make some money, you need to make a living. That is a problem of this system that we live in. That it makes you give up your potential, your individualized potential. For some made up dream, for somebody else's dream of what success should look like. Here in America, we say, oh, we care about individuals, individualism, but what we really care about, what they really care about, what the people in power really care about, is maintaining their power. The best way to do that is to make people believe, make people think that they're going to be able to achieve that power, that wealth, if they, you know, follow these certain footsteps, if they follow these certain, climb this ladder or whatever. And again, a lot of it is not purposeful. A lot of it is just happenstance. A lot of it is just a subtle, you know, tuning. Realizing that, hey, you know, people are, you know, more worried about these kind of surface level issues, they'll never really look deeper. Why would they? <laughs> These surface level issues seem so important to their everyday lives. We could just, you know, continue talking about these surface level issues and saying we're going to solve these problems. But people are going to be too busy trying to make a living to really see, you know, if things are making a, a, a better difference. This technological progress makes it so easy. To think that we've truly made it some progress, right? That we've truly made some meaningful difference. That we've truly made the world a better place. That we changed the world for the better. Makes it easy to think so. Because we have more conveniences. But as we all know, you know, it doesn't matter how many of these materialistic items you have if you've given up on yourself your values your ideals your dreams your potential then what do you really have and it's so frustrating because you know even when I'm at this point still people around me very close to me still have to deal with these things 
Even I myself have to deal with these things, even with this. Because with the 9 to 5, you know, it's going to be really difficult for me to maintain doing this podcast, which is super helpful for me. <laughs> you know, in the usual times I, I do it. I just think this is why it's so important to completely, like, change things and to to not take these, quote-unquote, successes as true success. It's just a momentary bandage. Eventually, you have to let that, you have to rip that bandage off, give the wound some air, some oxygen. And more importantly, that bandage only really helps if the wound is small enough. We have much larger wounds to deal with. And we can't look at these bandages as the uh, cure for the larger sickness or the bigger bandages, or the bigger wounds, rather. Hmm. I'm not sure if I was making any sense with any of this, once again. <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, something about this is just so helpful for me. Because I was just kind of falling deeper and deeper as I'm trying to focus on work or, you know, try to see how I can help folks close to me. And in my mind, you know, it was just, it just, it was just, I don't know, <laughs> just falling, just, it just wasn't working out. But being able to talk it through, even though I'm not really, even though I feel like I'm, I'm not really getting to the depths of what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, I don't know, something about it is still incredibly helpful. Hmm. Um, but in any words, in any case, it has been cool working at this new job. It's only, uh, you know, first week. It's been really awesome seeing that the client we're working with really cares about, or really seems to care, <laughs> about making sure that their, you know, people aren't injured and, uh, or worse anymore. And we can do more to to make that difference and you know protect people <laughs> from these sorts of facilities and dangerous situations and uh, the people I'm working with are really cool folks have a lot of personality a lot of passion that's always super awesome um, hope to, hope to be able to go into the office soon that's another thing that really frustrates me. It's like, I said, I just don't have any money right now. <laughs> so I can't even get up there. 
to the office. Like, I would love to, you know, meet everybody and talk and stuff like that. I like working at home. It's cool. But I also like, you know, going over and meeting people. And uh, I like the fact that I'm going to be able to have this hybrid approach. But right now, for this week, next week, maybe even the week after, I won't really be able to do much. <laughs> and it's incredibly, incredibly frustrating. And I have this like anxiety that I'm going to get fired or something because I can't come in. Um, I know it won't happen because, like I said, they're really cool people and I can just communicate what's going on. And I have. But still, that anxiety still is like there. <laughs> it's not really purely rational, logical. Maybe it is, but it's like... I don't know. Not well-founded? I don't know. <laughs> More of a fear rather than a pure reason type of thing. So I address it. But uh don't want it to let... Don't don't want to let it, you know, take over or anything like that. And um, it's cool. We're going to be able to talk directly with users who are going to be using the experience. So it's always good when a client, you know, actually allows you to talk to the people on the front lines. That's super good. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just difficult to really be happy <laughs> in this moment because it's like it's it's still not there yet, you know. Still uh, struggling, but we'll get through it. Get through it. Now the news. I've been trying to think about how I want to maintain my my current my current like projects and ideas so I definitely want to be able to do this audio journal on a daily basis it's just it's just so helpful for me and I was thinking about doing it after work but that would be in the evening and, it, and it's just really difficult to I don't know for some reason I don't know I'll, I'll try it maybe I'll try it next week one or two days to see how it feels, but something about it is not really working out for me. Um, I was thinking about maybe waking up earlier because I have to start around 9 or 10. So I could probably do that, but especially right now, it's going to be, to be winter. It's going to be super cold um, in the mornings, <laughs> and I really hate coding. It's It's... It's going to be difficult for me to get myself out the door. Um, but again, we'll, we'll try it. I uh, got my second dose on Monday. On Tuesday, I had a very bad headache all day, so that's why I didn't do much of anything. And then on Wednesday, I had an early morning meeting. I had another meeting on Thursday before my meetup for Polymath folks. That was pretty cool. So this is why I'm finally doing this today. Even though it's technically doing, you know, work hours, but I can consider this my lunch, since I don't usually take lunch, anyways. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I've been thinking a lot about the newsletter still. It's, it's kind of frustrating because on Tuesday, when I was in the midst of, you know, covering for my headache and everything, I, I kept having all these ideas for what I wanted to do with my newsletter. In fact, that night, it was so difficult to sleep, partially because of the, had like these little shivers and aches. And it was hard to, um, hard to be comfortable. I kept waking up. But I also kept thinking about like what I wanted to write in my newsletter. And I knew I should have wrote it down, but when I tried, like I couldn't, like I couldn't just, I couldn't focus <laughs> enough to write what I was thinking. And, you know, looking at the screen made my, he- my head hurt even more. So I was just like, ugh. I should, I probably should have tried to voice um, when I was thinking, but it was in the middle of the night and it's like, I <laughs> wasn't really able to do that. Um, but yeah. So I want to I want to figure out how to get back to those ideas I had cuz I feel like a lot of them was really really cool. But we'll see. I'll probably just have to not exactly start from scratch but like I don't know, it's when I when I think about ideas, I think about it in such a way that it like I'm able to work through a lot of the things that like the counter arguments, counterpoints or and points put them all together in one one kind of argument and then when I if I don't write that down I'll completely forget everything I just thought about and so I kind of had to rethink (laughs) my points and counterpoints (laughs) so that's why it's kind of frustrating and and it causes me to procrastinate even more because then I'm just like oh I had such a great point what was it right and I get frustrated with myself that I can't that I'm, ha- I'm having to redo my entire argument in my head. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll get to it because, again, I've been talking about this like in various other comments, like in Discord. I had a great, you know, um, discussion with, uh, with Zach. Shout out to Zach once again. And then in the YouTube comments, I had portions of this. And, um, and uh, LinkedIn even had portions of this. So I have like these various arguments just out there. That I've been writing down in various comments. I need to just put them together in one place. Um, and then I have this the City Pride work. I want to get back to doing that. I feel so bad because um, right when I said I was gonna, you know, start doing my work, you know, <laughs> all this happened with the job stuff, and I had to get onboarded and get the job stuff working, rolling. So I haven't really been able to make much progress with that. And then the Omi working group stuff has been put on hold. Um, now, granted, none, most of that I can't really do much. I've already finished like the website design, um, and we we need some developers to actually implement it. So, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I, I was trying to work on like a style guide and some more stuff for information architecture and you know stuff for the future. Um, but they also had uh, some folks like this idea of of a metaverse map. Um, that I had on there and they, they connected it with some um, other dude's article called uh, it's, I think it has a sub stack or something like that called Out of Scope I believe it's called what's his name uh, Doug Doug Thompson I think he wrote a really great article about you know mapping the metaverse and um, it resonated with a lot of people and um, he expounded a lot on things that I, I didn't really cover in my quick, you know, jotting of ideas. So uh, a lot of people was looking at that, 
I was like, yeah, we should do some maps. So I want to, you know, get more involved with that if possible. And then, of course, it's my own projects in Kofa, kind of startup stuff that I completely fell off on. Um, I'm not even sure if I'll be able to do the research that I wanted to do at all because it's going to be really difficult to schedule s some sort of time to research people. And now I've been even more, <laughs> I've been like redoing or rethinking rather how I want to do this because now that I've been learning a lot more about the the um, the kind of origins of inequality and and human potential and all this other stuff, I've I've seen that I can probably you know organize my 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 idea a little bit better. And, uh, yeah, part of that is just procrastination, probably. But part of that is, like, the good side of procrastination, which is <laughs> being able to uh, adapt your ideas and take in more, more knowledge up to the last minute. And because there's no set deadline or anything like that, uh, I'm not sure if it's still procrastination. I don't know. <laughs> probably is. But uh, there's, there's more I can I can do with it. Um, probably has some other ideas I'm forgetting. Um, my positive future stuff. I'm, I actually haven't forgot about that. That's that is very much what my new newsletter is going to be leading into, right? Because I'm pointing out all these ideas, all these ideas on why the world is this way and how we can begin to solve it. And a big part of that will be, you know, positive futures. Pointing out that these are different alternative paths or different futures that we can be going into and uh this is why it's so important to have good fiction and then you know leading into okay but how do we make this fiction realistic you know and uh, i'm gonna have an interplay like that so i haven't really forgotten about that um probably probably a few other things that i have forgotten about but those are the, those are the main things i think that i really want to move forward with so this weekend I'm going to be redoing my schedule once again, my time boxing and my my missions, my goals and stuff like that to um, kind of revolve around my new my new work schedule and uh, see where we can go from there. But yeah, that's it for now. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, like I told people, like I was responding to people on these comments. To respond to my post, you know, every one of these people who have, you know, really great success stories and are really privileged. Um, and I think there are different privileges to different folks. It's not just a pure hierarchical thing. Like I have some privileges as being poor. I can probably see things from a perspective that folks who aren't poor can't see. Um, I think that is a privilege. But nonetheless, if you are, you know, not impoverished and <laughs> You have, you know, some leftover, some extra resources or just, you know, live a, a quality of life that is quite what people would say privileged. You know, if you previously deemed, you know, impoverished people as a certain type of person or whatever, I highly recommend that you reach out to people like myself to learn more about what that life is really like and look beyond especially when you're dealing with people who who don't who aren't as reflective as me 
because the reason I'm so able to articulate so much about my experience is because I've reflected on it a lot. <laughs> um, part of that is just my personality, and part of that is just, once again, my privilege. But um, when you're speaking to people who aren't as reflective, right, look beyond just like how they say things and what they attribute as to their, you know, successes or failures and just just kind of soak in their experiences and the purpose of that is to understand you know that once again people aren't poor just because they're you know i don't know lazy or dumb or or whatever the current you know ideas of that that is it's, it's because the entire system is fucked up all right <laughs> and the more you can understand that the more you can realize that this has to change and that this can change and that this should change. Because I think too many people seriously think that our system is pretty much good, but there's a few, you know, broken areas. There's a few cracks. But no, the entire system is inherently flawed. And it's not even, I wouldn't even say it's broken. I say, I would say it's, the, the purpose of the entire system is, is just wrong. <laughs> and uh, the more you talk with people, from different walks of life, I think the more you'll see that. Um, I might be wrong. Maybe people will, will be too ethnocentric. Maybe people will be too biased. But I, I don't think so. Like, I think what makes people biased is because they live in echo chambers, not just on the internet, but in their everyday lives. Like in their neighborhoods, they only ever see people who live from the, who are the same type of person as them. You know, in terms of their socioeconomic status and stuff like that. Even though there's a, you know, probably a lot of diversity and stuff like that in, in in your space, like you never know the mental problems that people are dealing with. But still, like when you regularly talk to people of different socioeconomic status, if you go to different countries, not as a tourist, but as a, you know, um, as a human being that is not there to tour, but is there to actually be immersed in different cultures and see how those different cultures live and 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 kind of try not to use your ethnocentric ethnocentric as in like don't assume how they're living based on or don't compare how they're living based on how you live you know just just observe right and then even better than observe be try to be a part of it try to do as they say you know do as the romans do or whatever <laughs> because you know once you understand that you can i think it naturally opens up the mind to realize the differences and, and, and things like that. But anyways, yeah. That's kind of like an action item there. Bring those action items back. <laughs> um, but yeah, as always, thanks for listening. And uh, let me know if you want to talk. I'm always open to doing so. If I have some time. I usually try to make some time. And uh, thank you. Bye-bye.